Hello and welcome to the Monica Amazur podcast. Today's podcast is very special and a very first one where I am recording with Tia and we are in the same space at her office at her brick and mortar. So the reason I reinvited Tia to be on my podcast is to recap our friendship and our work together and talk a little bit about fitness, a little bit about spirituality, and a little bit about growth, a little bit about business, a little bit about life in general and hypnosis and more so if this resonates or any of this resonates it's going to be a good conversation that you will enjoy so stay all the way to the end welcome tia welcome you as well welcome Ah! i'm so excited to be in your space i am holding my microphone you have a microphone hopefully everyone's going to hear us well um So what I wanted to start with is that I'm looking back to the beginning of our relationship is what, how do you remember when we first met, when we very first met at my very first house in New Hartford? Because, so my former, well, my CPA and a former client of mine, who's your sister-in-law, told me about you a long time ago, and I really wanted to hire you. And it took us a while to get in touch. And then finally, in 2018, in the summertime, you came over, and that's when we first met. Do you have, like, the impression that you had of me then? Hmm. I was looking up up to you so much, like a person who I cannot have in my reality, like, as, as a, like, friend or even as a client. Because you, I saw you as, like, I don't know if... If you see, if you are a normal person and if you see a president and you're like, I can't get even close to the president, who are you? So I was in this reality where I was just working and very minding my own business by just doing the work that I was in. Mm -hmm. So looking at you and having you in my reality, it was like, wow, I have Monica? Like, because I was seeing you as a big person. But wait, so the first time we met, that's how, that's the kind of impression you had of me? Why? Because Did you like imagine you, something or you looked up my social media or something or what was it? Well, that's what I have. Social media one, yes, I looked you up there. Mm-hmm. But even like how people were looking at you, like fit, you're taking care of yourself and helping people, mm. which not many people are taking care of themselves and helping others. Mm. They're rare. Mm. Yeah. No, I just remember, like, I'm looking up here to kind of see the past and, and imagining what what it was. I remember wanting to give you a hug, and you were like, no, 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 I'm stinky and sweaty. And I was like, oh, and you were so quiet, like a little mouse. Yeah. And you were, I was like, does she even speak English? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was just doing the work. Yeah, that was that was the beginning. And then after some time, I don't even know. So how did it go from how did we how did we change from like just working you were cleaning for me at home to you coming to the studio and training? Did you join team train? Did you train online I with me before? Team train. Yeah, uh-huh, I uh-huh. did team train. And I saw results. Mm. Especially when I was going to college and mm. I was very stressed. And graduating, also cleaning homes and working by myself. And having kids, and little having kids. kids. Mm. Yeah, little kids. 
So I was very stressed, stressed, overwhelmed, little overweight, extra 40 pounds. <laughs> extra 40 pounds, little overweight at 5'3", five, 5'4", five, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the stress was most, most of it. I, had, I was very anxious mm. because I was ready to open the business and balancing my well-being mm. so it's helping other people that's why what i love the most about you is you take care of yourself and you're helping other people so to, for myself seeing it now tapping into that reality to help myself first so then i can help other people because i cannot help if i can't help myself then i can't help other people so that's what i admire so much about you and that's what i saw in the beginning and i'm so grateful that i met you <laughs> I met you and that was my first thought about you and that's why I looked after you. I can't believe that I was a president for you before. Yeah, I that's was just so an immigrant lady with broken English. And oh yeah, I, mean, I remember how you kept going in circles about the broken English. I was like, oh my God, shut up already. <laughs> like, yeah. you speak three languages or more, like shush it, you know. <laughs> but I get it because it's like a thing that many people are dealing with and this is one of the reasons where when i work with polish women i and they live in america or mm -hmm. in england or ireland i speak english to them not because i'm trying to pretend we're not polish but because i know that a lot of them are surrounded by people from their countries mm -hmm. well from poland and they are not practicing their english and then they go to work and they're like a little mouse there because they're like eh, what if i say something wrong and it's like if you work in english we speak english that's yeah, it 100%. like it's not like we don't know polish yeah, yeah we do but mm -hmm. you know so that's that, but you used to go in circles about the broken English. You yeah. stopped. Did you mm -hmm. stop intentionally or unintentionally? Mm. It's just something that I created myself. Mm. And now it's in the past. Yay. I don't need to think about it, <laughs> that I have broken English, especially when I'm here to play this role of helping people. Yeah. And so we went from you doing team training to cleaning the studio. I think it was a growth time for me too, because... I moved the studio to the second location and it's funny to look back now where now I outsource everything I possibly can. But back mm -hmm. then it was like a badge of honor. I do everything. I clean the studio mm -hmm. on the weekends after I work and I scrub the windows and you know, the quality of cle yeah. cleansiness of yours and mine is the same. So I was scrubbing the floors, windows. I remember making like videos and time lapses of me cleaning the studio and that was like a badge of honor. Oh my God, no way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now I don't even want to clean my own house. It's a waste of time. Have someone else do it. But I remember asking you if you could help me with the studio and then we started training so you were we were bartering and you were coming to clean and i was training you and that's when we started to train yeah how's that where you're like oh my god now i am working out in person <laughs> How, do you remember yeah yeah of course i felt like hmm, now i'm like very close to the president <laughs> <laughs> look at me now very close yeah. to the president <laughs> oh my god I had no, no idea all these years that this is what you thought. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Yeah, no, it was interesting because as immigrant, like, I, didn't, I don't have family and I don't have my people to look after mm. here mm. in the United States. So everyone, I saw myself so small. It's just like, you know, when you start building a house, mm. a foundation. So mm. that's what I created, a foundation for myself to be on the ground, like alive in my reality. But I did never saw myself just like 
being with other people like you. What do you mean? I don't understand. Like you were like the president. You're so far of me, far away from me being as a cleaning lady. Mm-hmm. So it was big deal for me stepping and being in your office, working out, or you training me. Mm. It was huge mm. because I saw myself very small. When you're saying you saw yourself small, what do you mean by that? Just like creating a foundation of not knowing many people or not even knowing yourself as much, being but in small this like country. what? Small like what? Not having connections, not having what money, not having not what? Speaking the language and having those limiting beliefs or mm. getting together with somebody mm. or someone, mm. even with American people. It's funny because I, you know you make me think about this, and I mean I did have this like um, language thing where when I was working as a personal trainer in Boston. I was working with a lot of professors from Boston College, Boston University, Harvard, mm-hmm. and, and all these different schools. And I thought, I had the knowledge, I had the experience, I had all the nutrition training, all the skills and knowledge, and I was living it. Mm-hmm. So I was walking an example of my work and my clients also, but I still saw myself as like too stupid to train them or not to train them, but to communicate with them. And mm-hmm. what if I say something wrong? And what if I will... Um, you know, my sentences don't make sense. Yeah. But I never saw myself as a small or big or in any regard. Like, I never, like, had this... I guess this is a comparison thing. Like, I don't ever compare myself to people because I just think it's, like, a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we... Our life stories are completely different, you know, where you were born and in what family and what your goals mm-hmm. are and what you find fulfilling, right? Mm-hmm. You want to have kids? I don't want to have kids. You want to have... I want to have three dogs or two dogs. You don't want to have dogs. <clears throat> and so I think that's that's the difference because with the language, it was very similar. I had that too. Um, but not really with, with anything the, else. For me, it was the language. It was like I was always looking at people like what, they, what work they did. Mm-hmm. And me as a cleaning lady, I can just simply go in their homes and clean and mm. they, are, they are doing like special work. Mm. That's how I saw it. Mm. I remember, you know, it's funny, you reminded me, I remember doing a lot of landmark at the time when, um, when you were helping me like at home in, in New Hartford. And I don't know if I told you this, but I remember thinking this, that I was putting together, this was part of landmark um, program, the team management leadership program, we had to put like a event every quarter or some project or something. And I was mm-hmm. doing this um I think it was some sort of some women empowerment thing. And this We did it in Brookline, even though I was already living in Connecticut, for women. And the money that we raised was, I think it was brought to Nepal for, two, and literally it was a couple thousand dollars. And it was, you know, it goes a long way over there. And it happened on a whim. And I remember thinking, because you're helping me with my house, I have the time to do this. So you don't realize that you're cleaning here will impact women in Nepal because I'm putting mm-hmm. together this event mm-hmm. that will raise money. I remember this so I don't even remember the event exactly what the title was, but I talked about fitness and nutrition. Someone else did like um, some self-defense thing. Someone else talked about like herbal stuff and, you know, people came. I invited my community. The other women invited their community. I organized all of this. And I remember thinking, this was 2018, I think, or 17. I remember thinking like, you don't realize that you cleaning my house will impact women in Nepal because that's literally how things are. Everything is connected, right? Now you know this. Yes, of course I do. Yeah, now you know this. Especially investing so much in Landmark as well. Yeah. Mm. And with your help now, I get it. I don't 
remember when this turned to you when we went from like just working together to like hanging out. I remember sitting with you at the Italian restaurant and helping you <laughs> write all the emails to clients <laughs> with whom you didn't want to work anymore. I'm like, no, this, 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 and writing all the messages to people with whom you didn't want to work anymore, people who, you know, they were paying you pennies for the work that you were doing for them. Was this the first time we hung out or was this, this was summer of one of the years, 2019 maybe? Was yes, that 2019? 2019, yeah. Because that was before Corona. No, that was 2020. Because I remember that. Remember there was a table sitting next to us, and they were wearing masks and stuff. <laughs> that was summer 2020. Must have been summer 2020. Hmm. Do you remember when we started hanging out and like talking more? I remember you came to my house one summer. Yes, the kids were little. Little 2019, probably. Yeah, probably 2019. Yeah. Mm. And we hang out. Yeah. Mm. Outside. Yeah, and then we started speaking a lot, like on messages back mm, and forth. Mm -hmm, forth. Yeah, this was the time when I was texting with everyone. My head was spinning around. And then we started hanging out. And I don't remember how and why, but I always pushed you so much more than anyone else. Yes. This was before that, before Tritan, before spirituality, before before anything, before before the meditation that got your head spinning around and (laughs) opened everything for you. I didn't know why, but I was like pushing you so hard. And I always thought "Mm, she's going to be like, Marika, I don't want to hear this. Like, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. But you never did. That was like crazy to me because I was very straightforward. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying by pushing you, I would always just say things as they were. Or when you were doing nonsense, I would tell you. And Mm -hmm. like no sugarcoating. Yeah, the reason why it's now you can understand why. Oh, I now I know. Now you can, yeah. Now you can understand why I said a president because you do listen to the president, <laughs> not in <laughs> politics and everything what's happening right now. But it's like if you see, like if you are an employee, yeah, then you will listen to your boss. So I look after you as like someone big. And president is just a word, it's just a name. Yeah. But I looked after as like a, a woman who is walking and is confident and has a lot of knowledge and wisdom. Because your story, it's much bigger than mine. And what you have overcome. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't say bigger, bigger than interpretation, but I think what what I hear too is like you looked up to American folks who you had around you, mm-hmm. but then you realize, oh, there's someone more like you who also came from another country, who also didn't speak English. Yeah. Like it's it's more comparable in a way, no? Yeah. Yeah. So then we started hanging out, instead of pushing your buttons and uh, and, you know, fire these clients who are not paying you who are mm-hmm. not valuing you you did that mm-hmm. and i remember writing all these messages you were supposed to send them on monday morning and then you were like i still haven't <laughs> <laughs> so then you fired remember when you fired like the long-term client who you yeah. didn't want to work with anymore i do how did that feel uh, tia was firing client after client after client those people who she didn't have any boundaries with and then she fired them all mm-hmm. how's that empowering or scary or it both. was very scary in the beginning mm. because my limiting beliefs. Mm. You thought that you're going to go bankrupt, you're not going to make money, and you're going to be hungry. Right. Mm. But then it was so freeing because it's like, you know, sometimes you can see like 10 meters from here, yeah. from where you're standing, mm. 
and then you can see even more like 100 mm. <laughs> further 200 it's like my eyes went up like wide that was still before you had employees right yeah I remember, so you just like set, we just set boundaries for you and raised your prices. I remember one day you texted me and you said, Monica, thank you so much. Because of you, I made more money and I worked less today. And I had no clue what you were talking about. And I was like, what? I don't understand. You were like, well, because I raised my prices and I fired the people. Yeah, that that was me. I didn't value myself. Mm. And I know even now working as a cleaning lady for so many years, Nobody has cleaned home <laughs> homes as good as I did because mm. it's just my work ethics mm. are. I mean, I think that ultimately you like things to be clean and organized, but also your anxiety was fueling this too because you were mm-hmm. running on like an energizer bunny, running on empty, right? No sleep, yeah. no nothing, going to school, raising mm-hmm. little kids, yeah. cleaning all day long, and then you added training to all of this. <laughs> what do you remember? When was the time when you started valuing yourself and seeing yourself in a different way, like not as this small person, or was it much, much longer? Well, I saw the results afterwards, like, like who I am. Mm. Yeah. The results, you mean like financially in your business or your results on you in terms of your body or what? In everything, in every area. Like what I bring to the table. Mm. And how much, how many lives I have changed. Yeah. By helping, like even cleaning their homes. Yeah, for sure. the peace that I brought to their homes. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. And then fast forward some more. And I invited Crystal, with whom I was doing Reiki in Boston every single month. At the beginning of the month, I was going there to lead a meditation for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that was two years ago? That was 2022? That was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow, only two years ago. And we did a meditation that I have somewhere saved, visualization that we had to get in the elevator and go 100 floors up. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm already at the top. If I go 100 floors up, where am I going to be? In the sky? And you had a whole experience. you want to share some about that? Sure, yeah. So I have never meditated before, never in my life. I had no idea what chakras are. Mm. But I was so tired that day. And when I lay down, I really connected with my body. And not only with my body, but I connected with my mind. Mm. So I was in so calm, so relaxed that nothing can shake me. Mm. <laughs> so from that state of relaxation of or me being, I saw this huge light. Mm. And this light, it was my subconscious mind, my higher self. So it gave me the biggest hug ever. Mm. And the hug and me allowing my higher self to to connect with me it was so special because that's when i slowed down that's when i stopped working mm-hmm. and being stressed and overwhelmed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i allowed me myself to be myself and connect with my higher self mm-hmm. which i didn't even knew what a higher self is yeah so then you had it you know you knew it and i had a lot of clarity from since then because i connect with my higher self it's i allowed 
that wisdom to come to me. Mm. And I discovered so much about myself. And for the past two years, that's what I have done, invested in myself, learning about myself and everyone around me so I can help people. So 2022 January had your spiritual awakening and you met your higher self. And then finally, all the things from the past started to make sense to you. Mm -hmm. All the times you were running away into work or running into work to avoid any of that. Do you want to share a little bit about growing up and having different experiences and kind of connections with your higher self or entities that the gifts that you have now that you mm -hmm. can help people with but back then they seemed so foreign and so scary and so unknown and you didn't have anyone in your environment who did any of that yeah it was very scary because I used to have a lot of dreams and as a child as a child mm. and I would uh, sleep walk and sometimes my parents they would find me outside like under the tree <laughs> <laughs> and I used to speak a lot when like sleeping mm -hmm. not anymore like I would just tell stories but mm -hmm. like having conversation with somebody else mm -hmm. but they didn't know with who I'm having a conversation uh -huh. but it was very scary for me because uh like I would see like ghosts spirits mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they looked very scary to me because that's how much how do I they knew. look like well not like humans do they have a shape and color uh some they do mm -hmm. depends with who you are interacting mm. yeah good ones and bad ones so they're well they're all good mm. it depends where you're standing and how you see them gotcha. because your mind can create them mm. like as bad or as good Mm. So it's just like with humans yeah it if depends you, how you yeah think. totally like with humans you can see someone from many different perspectives exactly mm. yeah so back then it was scary and unknown it was very scary because my parents did it they didn't get me they didn't understand me they didn't know what was happening to me they mm. thought that i'm going crazy or something mm. so they brought me to hospitals they brought me to different like mosques so someone can help me or right right me. did they try to fix you with religion the religion and even like with doctors but the doctors they said she's normal she's fine mm. very healthy but the religion, it was like something else that they made me do some rituals that even today, like, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like because it's funny because they made me drink olive oil, like a cup of olive oil so entities don't get to me or something that like is that. so crazy we drank olive oil before i drank olive oil before going on stage when i was getting too vascular you know when you're like super lean and your veins are popping everywhere and you eat a meal with carbs like sweet potato or rice mm -hmm. your body sucks in the water and your muscles are popping and they want the muscles popping but they don't want the veins popping because it was mm -hmm. like supposed to be more feminine so i remember drinking like a little cup of olive oil i'm like yeah. girl <laughs> you were drinking this for demons that was Drink exactly. this for bodybuilding. They thought that I, I yeah, with so bad. Olive oil. What, what the heck did they come up with that? Right. So crazy. So gross. <laughs> so crazy. So that pushed away my um, healing abilities, mm. my gifts. Yeah. That pushed my higher self. Away were you scared, me. or were you more like, oh my god, I want to be like other kids, and I want to be just normal? I was scared mm. because. That was the energy at home. Yeah. Like yeah. Were they scared of you? Of course. 
They were scared of you. Scared of me, even like me scaring them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I was scared too as a little kid. Yeah. And you had the dreams that would come true, right? Mm -hmm. Did you share it with them or were you I, like avoiding telling them because you didn't want to scare them? Some I did, some I avoided. See, it's, I have forgotten so much what has happened in the mm. past. Mm. Now with hypnosis, with your help, I tap into it more. But that's the thing that your higher self can protect you if you're going through something And it can even delete something that can bring a lot of trauma in you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want, if you're not ready to see it or know it, you will not see it or you will not know it. They will not show you. Yeah. Mm. So that was then. And I feel like, you know, I mean, I don't want to be like, oh, that's my credit. But I always, always looked into the spirit realm. I mean, you were raised Muslim. I was raised Catholic, which in my religion or where I was raised, it's not really permitted. Um, but I would go to the psychic. And I, um, in Boston, I had this lady who was a medium slash psychic, and mm. I would go to her at least once a year. Actually, so first time I went to the psychic before I came to the United States, it was this old lady with cat, like the typical, like with cats and everything. Mm -hmm. She was reading tarot cards. I don't even know how I got to know about her and it was like in her apartment you know just like super creepy not creepy I was you know just, just like interesting and like the typical experience I don't remember much but she was telling me how I come to America and how it's going to be very hard and all mm -hmm. those sorts of things and then my host mother she was going to a place in Boston and she told me about the guy she was seeing and then I started going there and so after year every year I would go Um, and then when I moved to Brooklyn, I was training, I had Siri and Siri, she's from Iceland. She's a very nice lady and she is a medium slash psychic. So I would go to see her once a year. It was also from recommendations of clients. Um, and then I would see her on zoom after 2020. Um, so I always looked for this spirituality and to me, it was about, It's like glasses to me. Mm. If you can see more with glasses, yeah, you can see less when your eyes are not so great and you will go through life. But if you can put glasses on and see more, why wouldn't you? So that to me, that was that. Was that. And I never really accepted or wanted to believe anything negative that I didn't want. It was just like, I'll take the good things and I'll just keep the good things. And if there's something I don't want to hear, I'm not going to pay attention to it. And I remember um, talking to Siri in 2020 over Zoom Um, and she would always bring some messages from my grandma and, and she was like, you know, you talk to your grandma, you want to, you want to connect with your grandma, but you never listen to what she has to say. And mm -hmm. I was like a maniac back then. because I still, yes, from your, from your perspective, I was taking care of myself and helping others, but it was all kind of, I don't know if it was anxiety driven or something, but it was just like, not to the extent settle in myself and my my yeah and settled in myself like knowing who I am knowing what I'm about knowing that this and this and that is important to me and this is what's not important to me um and so I realized then in 2020 that I have to slow I think it was a tremendous change because mm -hmm. from running the brick and mortar to moving it online and hiring people for the first time and creating the app and creating the community online it was a whole different ballgame it was one thing to have clients in person at the brick and mortar and then another which I knew very well and then another have a few clients you know 10 15 online but it was a whole different story to have now a hundred people online my own business in 2020 where everything was going crazy 
Um, so it was a very challenging year in the way because of like the recreation of everything. And that's 2021. I started walking more, listening to books and just slowing down. And I don't know where the idea of doing quantum healing um, came, but I always knew about Dolores Cannon and I always wanted, I was so curious about doing past life regressions. And in 2021, I think that was, no, 2022, I don't even know. Flash, tw two years ago? Two years yeah, ago. Yeah, you were listening to Dolores and all her videos. You were watching her very closely. Mm. I remember when you were over in my house one time mm. and, you know, I had my gifts. So I saw a glimpse of your past life. Uh-huh. Just having you on, like, on the living room. Mm -hmm. and, and I told you about it and you were like, oh my gosh, I'm so curious to learn more, to know more. I still remember that was February. That was February. That was right after the hypnosis and you started to like see things and you were like, I see dark horses <laughs> and I see this. This is not the first time you're helping women and you have all the women around you. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know anything about <laughs> what you're saying right now. But And so that's when I started looking to do past life regressions. Yeah. And there was a lot of things, too, in, in my life in the past that kind of made sense or didn't make sense. I remember going to Puerto Rico and being in the rainforest in Puerto Rico where everyone spoke Spanish and it was in a little village and it was so deserted and it was like on hills and the greenery and it was mm -hmm. wet but warm, comfortable, like very humid, you know, rainforest. And it was December and I wanted to take my bag and stay there. And I was so like, this doesn't make any sense. Why do I want to stay in Puerto Rico mm -hmm. in a rainforest? Like it felt so familiar and so like home. And then what? So many times we did past life regressions or like we did, you put me on there and I'm like, oh, that's my happy place. That's where I go after I die. <laughs> so that was one. And then, um, of course, my crazy interest in Holocaust for since I was in high school. I was like, why am I so into this like literature of Holocaust and, and movies? And I was a kid, the weird kid in high school doing presentations, you know, with like big posters of like printouts and everything. And people were like, well, because the weird kid, I was always asking for books. Um, and they, my parents would buy me all these books about Holocaust and it was so weird, but not unexplainable. And then of course I learned in passive regression. So I went to search and I, I didn't want someone beginner. I wanted someone experienced. I wanted someone who's going to take me through this, like the proper way. And so I found Nancy Nancy was somewhere in Connecticut, kind of two and hours, two hours away from where I lived. And I was supposed to book her and she was super busy and it was so crazy. It was literally the universe being like, no, you're going to go now. Because I remember telling her, like, listen, any Friday is fine because I'm off on Friday, so I can come any Friday. And that was a Friday I was supposed to go to Boston to see Crystal for Reiki. But a couple of days ahead, I was like, I had this feeling like, cancel it, cancel it, just cancel it. And there was no explanation why. I went every month. Um, this was beginning of April. And something told me to cancel it. And so I texted Crystal and I canceled it. And then a day before, Nancy called me and she goes, I had a last minute cancellation, Monica, do you want to come? And I'm like, sure. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I canceled my appointment. Someone canceled that appointment and here I am going. So I went to see Nancy for my quantum healing hypnosis um, therapy session. And oh my goodness, I couldn't believe, I, this was Friday, the whole weekend I was like in, I couldn't believe it. Not only the two past lives, which one is the one that you saw mm -hmm. in a 1200 something 
in the desert in where was that in Dubai but there was no Dubai before somewhere in the Middle East somewhere in the Middle East being a Muslim woman covered from head yeah. to toe in black clothes and being a healer and grandma was in that life too, being grandma. a healer teacher not only grandma your daughter was daughter in that was life there. all these yeah. crazy things and then well then later we discovered that, and then the holocaust life which was so like i remember crying so much after the hypnosis and but it was like it just brought so much clarity and peace and understanding and perspective perspective mm-hmm. to life perspective yeah. to dying perspective to everything that we do mm-hmm. and then somehow how did that happen how did it happen that you decided you're going to because i was like oh my god i remember reading um dr Mac- Mac- michael's newton's uh, many lives many, many masters lives, yeah. and being like oh my gosh if someone around me got certified I would like to go through all my past lives and I would want to do hypnosis every single day. And then suddenly you were like, I'm going to do the certification. I don't even remember like how did how what happened? Well, see the thing is that many many people who are into spirituality or have awakening clarity mm. in their mind, they look and they want to read and do all this different kind of therapies. Mm-hmm. And the way how it started for me, I focused on myself. Mm-hmm. Learning more about myself, understanding mm. my emotions and understanding my circle like with my mm. partner, with my kids, with my family back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once I got cleared and I understood everyone around me, like sort of like making peace with everything that I've lived and past and all the experiences, then when I was clear to go and start helping other people the only thing that my higher self wanted me to do or the first thing that, the second thing that wanted beside me taking care of myself was to invest in quantum healing hypnosis mm. because with the quantum healing hypnosis and with the gifts that I have I can tap on every human being who has emotions because as a human you are a human you have the body but also you have the emotions and as a human you cannot live here on earth without emotions right and that's the gifts that i have and with quantum healing hypnosis you can tap into the emotions from past lives and i can heal humans emotions in this present life and all the past emotions which it's mind blowing it is mind blowing it's funny because you know we're sitting together at your brick and mortar and that was one of the reasons why i didn't get certified because i was like oh this is so interesting mm-hmm. but also it doesn't really align with what i want to do because i wanted to help massive amounts of people and mm-hmm. not sitting with one person in their past life because that's you know just slow to me and i but the reason why i didn't get certified in quantum healing myself was because i was like i would need to have a brick and mortar and i was like no I already had a brick and mortar for 3 years. I do not want to do it yeah. again. I want to work online. Um and that's that or speak on stage but not in a one in you know in a room with a person. And then you got certified. Um yeah, I remember toying with this idea in 2022 in the summertime and there were a few people, Yulia was one of them who got certified and they were like, you know, you should do it, you should do it. And it just didn't feel aligned. I wanted to do it. I wanted to de- dig deeper in this, but I didn't want to add this as my personal Mm-hmm. thing or rather professional thing um and then you got certified but we didn't start doing hypnosis together right away we didn't 
Yeah, you got certified. You got certified, and it took a long time for us to do it, mm. especially yeah, for me. Probably took maybe one one month, no more than that, because no? we started in May. The end of May. Yeah. 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 I kind of had it that you should practice on people and like, you know, that's that. Mm -hmm. And you practice on people. And was it interesting to practice and do it and having not done it yourself? Yes, it was. No, actually, no, it wasn't bad. I mean, not Uh, bad. Just like, how was that? I remember when I had the first client, having the gifts. Yeah. It helps a lot. For sure. Because I can easily scan and human You don't even need to body. talk to someone. You already can see yeah, what's going on. Yeah, I can scan on. them. I can read their minds. I can see what's happening or what's wrong with them or what they're dealing with, what they're struggling with. So when I had the first client, I was very, like, patient. Mm-hmm. Like, patient as a being, like, just waiting for them to talk and tell all the stories that they have. But first time doing it, when he went into a past life regression, I was like to smile and connecting with the, mm. his higher self it was like I can talk I talk with someone else higher self besides mine <laughs> it was very nice it wasn't weird at all it's like I'm meant to do this just mm. like with the cleaning mm. like I was so good at cleaning homes and doing past life regression or connecting with the subconscious mind or talking with the subconscious mind it wasn't it's like I'm here to do this. Mm. Like, I'm meant to do this. Mm. Yeah, and we started doing this from, and I've mentioned this before, from my health scare with a lump in my breast that I found. And then um, you hypnotized me. I gave, my higher self gave all the advice to me, what I need to do and what how I need to do it. Mm-hmm. And I did all of this. That was May, so what, seven, eight months ago, nine months ago. And, I mean, I am shocked how much my life has changed since then just because of all the things that I did by my higher self. See, this is the thing. I love hypnosis and I love talking to the higher self because it's not a therapist telling you, it's not a coach telling you, it's not even the facilitator of the conversation, which is you in this case, Mm -hmm. telling me something. I can talk here all day and I can tell you everything, but it's, what's the point? Yeah. You will get out of this door and you, you have your life Mm. and what changes you're going to make. It's, it's up to you. Right, right, right. And so that's the thing Like to me, it just seems so much more powerful because if you say it to yourself, you're more likely to listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And also knowing the price of not following through, mm-hmm. knowing that you will have that same lesson appear again and again and again, and or you'll cause yourself health problems or other problems in your life if you don't listen. Mm-hmm. I just was like, all right, I'm not doing this. I'm going to do everything just the way it needs to be done. And then we started doing hypnosis together on each other, which was very interesting because I would go to past lives, my own past lives. So mm-hmm. I would go back to, <laughs> I don't think I've ever gone, have I ever gone back to Holocaust? I don't think so. No. But, but I've did. gone back to the life of, in the Middle East. The life where you were a man. I've gone back to the life where I was a man doing woodworks, which is so funny because the I was doing woodworks and I remember buying furniture in, in West Elm. Um, that later on, I talked about it too, um, I left with my abusive ex, and that furniture just, that's exactly what I saw in the past life, it was like this unfinished wooden, beautiful bed frame, and a dresser, and side tables, and the mirror, everything just beautiful, and there was a man who was not married, and who didn't have a family, and regretted it, 
and died alone. And then I went, oh, and that life when I drowned, drowned at 11 years old. Yeah, I remember that. I still don't like water today. See, that's the thing. There's so many connections. I mean, I do like water, but not in the deep water, and I don't swim. Oh, my gosh. I, now it makes sense why when I was seven and my parents signed me up for swimming, I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> my head is not going under the water. Not my nose. Not my ears. No. I remember, like, they gave up. I remember this today. It was like, oh, this chlorine water. I was like, nope. Mm-mm. See, so those yeah. are the emotions that I'm working on. Yeah. People. Past life. Past life. So, yeah, it was. So, what? We have the Holocaust. We have the Middle East. We have the man. The man was like 1800s. And then, like in the 70s, the girl, 1970s, mm-hmm. the little girl who drowned at 11 years old. So, there's four. But so, we did the past lives, which was uh, fun and interesting to me, but not as interesting as I originally thought in comparison to talking to your subconscious mind. Mm. Now, doing hypnosis on you and taking you to past lives, which you didn't have any past lives, was always like, oh, my God, Tia, I wish. Do you want to share a little bit more about that? About you not having past lives and you always going on the moon or being in the rainbow or being in the water with the snake? And I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, different planets, different stars. Different planets. So Tia has not had past lives. This is her first life on Earth. So some of you are probably like, what are you talking about? Well, just come see her, and then you'll see that even though you have some religion and some beliefs, you did have past lives too. Just let yourself be hypnotized. But anyways, do you want to share to you about your um, moon and planets? And hmm. Well, now understanding who I am mm. and the spirit level, mm. it's even religion it's like even in religion, you can, if you understand the Bible and the Quran, it's the spirit never dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that doesn't mean that the spirit is a you, human being, you have a spirit and it's going to die because your body dies. No, your, your spirit it will go somewhere else. It will come back if you have any karma or if you want to expand more as a, as a soul mm. and learn more lessons or you're going to go somewhere else in different planet. Or a star, like like my past lives. I've worked in the moon, I've been in the sun, I've been in different planets. I've been as a rainbow. That was the closest being here on Earth, as yeah. a rainbow, so I can connect and see what's happening here on Earth. So yeah, it's very interesting to when so when we used to we don't do it now anymore, but you used to follow the script of Dolores Cannon's um, hypnosis. And so Tia, when she would go on past lives, it would be always, well, it's not past lives, but when you, when I would hypnotize her and put her down, she would put down, sounds like killing a dog. <laughs> I don't like it. So, you know, when I would hypnotize her, it would always be like, oh, she's on the moon. And I'm like, damn, I wish we would like visit sometimes in history or some other country. So maybe, <laughs> do you have a body? No, she doesn't have a body. Are you a man or a woman? No, she's a spirit. So it, it, I feel like I got a crush course in like hypnosis, hypnotizing people because if I were to hypnotize someone who actually had regular past lives, mm-hmm. it would be so easy because I've been on the moon and rainbow with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, this is where we also kind of learned that we made that deal before this life to help each other and to to do this this is turning into way more woo-woo than i anticipated (laughs) yeah so yeah this is this is this is something that i didn't know like why was i pushing you so hard and why well because apparently this is my last life here on earth well unless i choose otherwise and so before i leave i need to i need i don't need to i want to and this is me as a human being i want to share my wisdom and everything that i know and everything that i am and everything that i've learned with other people so they can go and better their lives 
and you as a new person here on earth who's going to come back again and again to help people the deal was that I'm going to teach you as much as I can as fast as I can because we've been going fast Mm -hmm. a lot of times in hypnosis they'll say to us um that you other people have to live many lives to advance that much um yeah do you want to share anything about that hmm where can we start well the way how my thoughts were, the way how small and slow I was living here on earth, it changed me once I met you. Mm. It changed me from the inside and out, like understanding more life. Mm-hmm. And not only taking care of myself, but understanding myself and understanding everyone around me. So it, it's huge. It is huge. So I've learned so much from you that I didn't even learn for the past 30 years mm. in in the past six eight months yeah the last year has been profound yeah, yeah. you know what i want to share in this context because like you're praising me here and um what i want to say that the biggest thing that happened within this last few months and maybe a year is that i really I appreciate my ego and I'm grateful for everything that it made me do, but I so live without it now. And here's what I mean by this, your success or your progress or other clients like fitness or fitness business Mm -hmm. or life coaching clients, I don't take anything personally. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't take your failures or lack of success personally, and I don't take any of your successes personally. I don't get all poofed up like a peacock, like, look at me, I made Tia this, Mm -hmm. or I made, you know, this client be lean, or I made this client get get different clients. It just doesn't, like, doesn't even, it doesn't even exist. I know why, I know why, because if you take people's failures personally, you'll make yourself wrong for the fact that you didn't help them. And if you take their successes personally and take them to yourself, you'll get all poofed up like a peacock, like a proud, oh my God, look at me, look at me, I'm so good, I'm so good. And then you lose the sight of what's important and why you're here as a human being to help others, well, in my case. And so this is not even a thing. And I also understand that like, I can give you everything and you can take nothing. Yeah. I'm like the lighter. I can light the candle, but the candle has to be ready to be lit. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's funny because you saying like, oh, I learned this from you or I learned that from you. My old self would have been like, oh my God, like don't say it. It's so cool. <laughs> and now I'm like, yeah, okay. That's, 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 that's how it was supposed to be. I don't take it as like, I'm so good. I don't take it as anything. It's just like, Yep, that's how things were supposed to be done. Like, not in any other way. And the same way, I'm not, like, looking at a client who didn't, or a person who was around me who didn't get anything. It's sad sometimes to see people who are around you for a long time and they don't learn anything from you, Um, especially if you love them and you care for them and you want them to succeed or to be, you know, calmer or happier or more fulfilled. It's sad to see, but ultimately it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with who you are. You can be the lightest, brightest light Mm -hmm. and people will not see. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So no, it's, and even sometimes like if, if, if your loved one doesn't do what you want them to do, they will never do because you wanted them to succeed. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, by making people wrong, you're not going to ever have them change. No. 
exactly the way how i was mm-hmm. it's like being new on earth as a human being and not having a lot of human knowledge mm-hmm. so it's for me it was like you were like someone that i can listen mm. and not even get like even like sometimes i would be like ulti i would be like oh my gosh she's torturing me with the workouts i'm like what's wrong with her this hurts <laughs> <laughs> but you giving pushing me to fix whatever wasn't working for me or whatever complaint i had mm-hmm. i knew that you wanted the best for me mm. there was like nothing what's for me like what's in for me like for you there was nothing for no, you no nothing. nothing nothing you were just giving it no, to me no me like you running a better business and making yeah. more money doesn't change anything no. for me no you were just like here you go tia do what you want i wish everyone saw that i really have this way of being like what everything everyone like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter fitness life business because i can zoom out really far and mm-hmm. see like the whole picture of someone's life i think that's like that's one of your gifts my my ability like that's that i've mastered not just here and now but really zoom out google mm-hmm. earth zoom out television of your life watch this situation unfold not be involved feelings wise mm-hmm. yeah and so i can you know it's it's like i'm here ready to help you with the earth knowledge because i don't yeah. see anything you know i'm not like you and i i want to make this clear too like The reason I always sought the spirituality is because I don't have access there like I don't see any of this. I know the earth very well. I know the humans very well. I know how things work in this world here. I know how I am. I know what works, what doesn't work. And this is what I know, but I don't know the spiritual. I don't see anything. I don't see ghosts. I don't see spirits. Well, there is no such ghost. No, no, you know spirits. what I mean. I don't see spirits. I don't see anything. I can't speak to my higher self and to your higher self under hypnosis, but that's be- that's the only thing. I don't I don't but the humans. I remember being at Nancy's and saying like, "Oh, you know, I don't have I think I told her about you as in like, oh, I have a friend and I have a lot of friends around or people who I know like Victoria was and and Siri who I used to see um people with gifts and I remember saying to her oh I don't have any gifts so she's like oh you do have gifts and she said you're very grounded but you also topped up above and I didn't understand a word of what that meant but now I know I like so know humans mm-hmm. <laughs> I so know how people work that's and, why this is your last life because you have mastered mm, and I think you know the reason I don't say I'm so good at helping you but I I'm so available to help people is that I have nothing like there's nothing that I there's no selfish reason behind mm-hmm. it there's no there's no of course we have to charge for it because if you're giving something for free people it's don't energy. value this and it's an it's energy. energy exchange right and um I don't have any ego with it so like I don't want to have more clients because it's going to mean something better I don't want to have and even with you um I pushed you so 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 hard first with the cleaning business and then open the brick and mortar I remember when you were like I'm going I want to five minutes from home and I'm like where are you going to have it in the woods <laughs> and so when you told me about it let, let's do it let's do it let's do it you got certified you started seeing people and then we started doing hypnosis literally every single week and that last six seven months has been like growth 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 yeah crazy it, it is crazy but at the same time it's it's work it's knowing what you need to do and mm. doing the work and not waiting from anyone else 
but mm. you doing the work. Mm. What's been the most challenging thing for you through all this time? It's letting go of the limiting beliefs. Mm. But it's not, see, now as I understand it, it's like there are a lot of limiting beliefs and mm-hmm. even this limiting beliefs, it's made up word because mm-hmm. as humans, we do create a lot of words. Mm. It's not limiting belief. It's it's with who you are hanging out, with who you're mm. being. Your See, like environment, like yeah. growing up in the village, we all knew how to raise potatoes or take care of our, of our cows and take care of our homes because that's how much we knew. And here in the United States, what I learned, I learned how to clean homes because that's what I did. And with who I hang out, I hang out with the people that I had, very small, no family, no mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. I looked up after Americans because I thought they have it all, everything, mm-hmm. because they speak very good English, they have the family, they have the support, they have jobs, they have everybody. And when you isolate yourself, then you isolate yourself. That's the limiting. You limit yourself mm. because that's your environment. That's what you believe. But as you expand, then you see more. It's like you're having glasses to see better. Mm. But you're saying about the isolation. I mean, I think for me, and especially when you left in the summer for a month to go to Europe, um, and I only had the recordings of the hypnosis that we did before of yours and mine, where we always ask each other's questions about things to do and things that we could do better or different or things that we're doing that are working and not working. I feel like I isolated myself and the only companion was my higher self. Mm-hmm. And the only advice I had was like coming from my wisdom, mm-hmm. do this, do it like this, do it this way. And quite frankly, now closely surrounding myself with people is almost difficult <laughs> because the mundane things in life, the people who complain in circles about the same stuff and aren't willing to change it, or the things that people concern themselves. She said this, he said this, why is my sister this way? Why is my brother this way? Why are this people? All, all this um, is boring, annoying, and tiring to me. I don't want to listen about it. <laughs> I, quite, I quite honestly don't even want to listen about it when someone pays me in life coaching to talk about it. Because it's like, okay, what's the point here? What are we doing? What are we creating? Where are we going? And so I feel like once you isolate yourself with the intention to grow, it's hard to step out of that unless you create a whole new environment, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, see, what you created there, it's wonderful because while I was away, you connected with yourself. Mm. And when you, when you connect with yourself, then you create purpose. Yeah. And intentions. Mm. And you just do things that you need to do to get stuff done. You, you, just, need, you just need that solitude to really see. Because people are surrounded by so many people and you know it's like reading a lot of books Mm. same thing Mm. of course books if you read them it's good because you get a lot of knowledge from them and wisdom but if you read let's say hundreds or thousands and what do you remember from all of them nothing or are you doing something that you learn from there oh you you mean like living the knowledge of course 
So I you, see this a lot. Now you're living the knowledge because mm. so many past lives that you have leveled up yourself so much. You are living you as a human being with all the knowledge mm. that you don't accept any nonsense, <laughs> especially arguments or he said, she said. Boring. That's boring. Boring. Life is so simple. When people are like, life is complicated. Life is so simple. Well, emotions are complicated because when you are in an emotion, that's when you're becoming like, it's like stuck. There is no way out because all you have, it's, for example, the fear mm. or the emotion of he doesn't love me, she doesn't love me. Well, when you're in the emotions, when you don't have the ability to step away and like step out and look at the and situation. Look the way how you look. Yeah. Zoom out. Zoom out. So if you are in, into the, in the emotion, there is no way out for you. That's so basic to me. <laughs> That's so basic. It's so boring and so like tiring. I don't want it. It is very basic. And I'm yeah. so grateful that I learned all the emotions myself. Yeah. I experience every emotions myself. Mm. And now knowing as a human being all the emotions and how I can bring solutions for all the people, yeah. especially with my gifts, mm -hmm. there, is, there is a solution. There for is sure. a way out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can help people not only by hypnotizing them and having the conversation with their higher, higher self, but also just seeing what it is that they need to do and how it is that they need to do it. Mm -hmm. But just like with my work with fitness or business coaching or, or life coaching, they have to be willing to do the work. They have yeah. to, because ultimately your knowledge, your talking or my knowledge, my talking, it's... my wisdom does nothing unless someone does the does work. The work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that the cool thing about our relationship is like with your spiritual gifts, you've helped me up level so much. And obviously with my earth knowledge, <laughs> my human slash business slash life knowledge, I helped you catch up yes. in life. And Otherwise, this is why we grew so fast, so quickly, so rapidly, so in so many different aspects. Because so it's not just like, oh, we got in shape or, no, 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 you know, no, we no, made no. a lot of money or something no, 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 like, no. I don't know, we left the relationships and moved to Thailand and now we're yoga instructors on the beach. Oh my no. God, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, it's, I see myself speaking about myself mm. as sim simple as possible like more simple S like living mm. and being here as human to understand you as human to help you and just live mm. yeah i mean i think i'm ready to help people on like a little bit higher level and higher level i mean people who are eager to do the work and who mm. are really doing the work. Um, and I mean, I've been doing this with fitness already because people who I work with are not beginners. They're all people who want to up level, but even in life and business, um, cause the mundane, the, the, he said, she said the limiting beliefs, the basic stuff yeah. is just so tiring to me. And it's just, we cannot talk about the same thing in circles because it's just exhausting, you know, having the same conversation for a few years and seeing that the person hasn't done any work mm -hmm. and they still want more coaching. It's exhausting. It is exhausting because there is no way out. And if they don't what do you mean, there's no way out. To expand if they are this. still in the emotions, mm -hmm. they won't be able to up level mm -hmm. and do the work that mm -hmm. needs to be done so they can be yeah. that 
that sort of level. Can you remove the emotions from them or they, their higher self can remove the emotions from them or do they have to do that? They have to do it because we have the free will. Yep. I like how they always and say it. What's the point of the subconscious mind removing the, the emotions? They don't learn Nobody the can hand it to you if you're not ready to take it. Mm. And it's true. more ex like it's more like there's so much joy and happiness when you are working on something to expand. Right. I mean, it's also, you know, what comes to my mind is when I was um, I shared that on Instagram just recently. When I hired James Wetmore and I first started doing business by design in 2020, and I heard his his different concepts and things that he did, and and obviously I had whole different ideas for myself. But I remember thinking, I cannot wait to see who I will become in the process of creating this business and this 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 whole um, entrepreneurial journey, um, if you will. Even though I've had a business for a few years back then, but you know, moving it online and. And it's really cool to look back and see like, oh, boundaries, communication skills, being mm. very clear what you want and how you want it, being very clear who you want to work with and who you do not want to work with, what conversations you engage with, what conversations you don't engage with, what people you don't want to have around, what people you do have around, what kind of concerns of clients you deal with and what you're like, nope, that's not a thing. You are on your way. I'm not going to convince you to stay around. Like, where is it that someone needs help? Or where is it that someone needs to be let go of? So perhaps they will wake up on their own when they fall on their face. You know, having like this very clear understanding. And I think, you know, our friendship and our work together in hypnosis helped a ton because it really showed, like it really detached me from these emotions. It's funny because like you involved yourself in Landmark because mm -hmm. of me. Mm -hmm. and, and I realized how much spirituality and Landmark is yes. parallel um, yeah, because what comes to me is I remember um, the whole ideas of emotions and, and you know, I remember my, my ex-fiance saying like, so it's supposed to be, you know, X, Y, Z, but it's not like love, joy, happiness. You're supposed to just act on your commitment and your feelings don't matter. And it's like your feelings are your feelings and they are there and they will always be there, but you can act on your commitment and mm -hmm. what it is that you are committed to and not be like a doll, like a puppet being dragged by your emotions mm -hmm. or like a leaf on the wind mm -hmm. feel this way I feel that way he made me feel this way like a powerless little mm -hmm. puppet mm -hmm. yeah you're doing your communications course this weekend yes I'm very excited I for completely it. forgot that this was on your agenda landmark how about um how you are now the way you are now how What's the impact on your family and the people who you have around, like the closest people and the further away people? How's your family? Are they still scared of your gifts? No. No. They no, understood? No. Did you explain to them they, what happened? They, it's funny because before my awakening, my mom, she had like a vision mm -hmm. of me mm -hmm. and her higher self mm -hmm. that she needs to accept me who I for am, who you are mm -hmm. for who I am and since then she knows who I am and she knows life mm. she understands life mm. not as what is written on the books not what he said or she said religions it's about knowing the wisdom inside of you because 
we are all mm. we all have the wisdom it's just slowing down and tapping into it and you will get it it's like you can have the whole universe in your head in your human head yeah <laughs> and we all are capable of that so my my family it's like they love me they respect me who i am and even that i brought so much stress to them growing up because i was so different very mm. different mm-hmm. like i never believed in a human being sick uh-huh and this is something wait that but they made you believe that you were sick of course <laughs> so crazy <laughs> because that's how, how much they knew mm. and now i understand it so wait your mom seeing your higher self does or her higher self do they have gifts as well? They just repress them? Every human being has gifts. Right, but like the kind yes, of gifts of you have. Yes, of course they do. And especially, like, I am surrounded with a lot of um, people who have had a lot of past lives, like yourself. Mm-hmm. And they more lives you are here on Earth, the more you forget. Forget the gifts from the universe, from, from the where sky. You're coming from. Mm. Yeah, but if you're doing good, you well, if you're like taking the lessons and learning the lessons, you have the knowledge from the earth. Yes, you do. But look, I've learned the lessons here, and I'm back to connecting up there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you're making think you're making me think of my parents. You just went home to you saw your parents in Switzerland this last month, and I saw my parents too. <laughs> And I tell them all the things from the past life regressions to the hypnosis to what I'm manifesting for this year. And I know they, I mean, on one hand, I think they rolled their eyes a little bit. Although seeing everything that I've accomplished completely without their help, they're like, hmm, there must be something in there. And and I'm just like serving it to them and sharing it with them. And it's like, whatever they'll get, they'll get. And whatever they will not get, they will not get. I mean, it was so brilliant when, so what we did with Tia is I um, had her um, look at a picture of my dad's eyes and say something and my mom's and say something. And they were so curious. On one hand, you know, they run to the church every single Sunday and they were so curious. They wanted to know and they wanted to um you know really be clear on like what is it that she's saying how is it that you know what does she want to you know what is it um so it's interesting because on one hand they are like oh I would never do it but then like second hand they want to know I think they're a little scared my brother too I'm like can I hypnotize you and he's like hell no but every time we do hypnosis or something oh did grandma say something did grandpa said something did something said something I think he had like my brother had my Polish brother, I always, like my English brother, my Polish brother, one that lives in England, one lives in Poland, the one with, um, the one in Poland, I have a very good, close relationship. He had some, it was like some convoluted thing. Like when we, you and I were really diving into spirituality and I was talking to him, I think what happened was he was renovating the house and he lives in the house where we grew up. My grandparents, my mom's parents built the house in the 50s or yeah, like early 50s. And he was like renovating the basement or something. He, he was doing it himself, even though he has nothing to do with construction, but he was doing it himself. And he thought to himself, Grandpa, and I don't know why Grandpa, because I'm connected with my grandma from that side, but he was like, Grandpa, if you appreciate what I'm doing here, or if you think this is good, what I'm doing here, give me a sign here somehow but just don't come to me as a ghost because i'll be scared i'll never come back down to the basement and i mean we're talking my brother very down he's a computer programmer very down to earth not spiritual at all he goes you know give me a sign grandpa 
And it was so crazy because literally the next day, and he didn't tell this to anyone. He just thought Mm -hmm. this to himself. The next day, my aunt called my mom and said, you know, I had a dream of grandpa and they call him Tatush, which is daddy because it's like, you know, father-in-law, but they call him daddy, whatever. So I had a dream of him telling me that he's so proud that Shimon is renovating the house and he's so excited how everything looks like and the grass that he put there and the white flower that bloomed there over there and my mom not knowing any because my brother just stopped this okay my aunt called her and she recorded a message on WhatsApp for my brother. Tell him, Aunt Christina called and she was praising you for doing it. Like she had a dream about grandpa, da, 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 da. And then he sends me the picture of this. And he's like, I think this is like, you know, he did tell me. I'm like, are you out of your mind? You think he did tell you? you how me. much more you want it? You ask him to give you a sign that he's happy <laughs> with the progress you've made. He didn't scare you. He had a dream with Aunt Christina, who who said she never had a dream with him. She called mom. Mom recorded you a message on WhatsApp, and you were listening to the message like, oh, I think this is it. So, you know, it's like we're opening this curtain and looking behind, and mm, what's there? How was the, because back home, I mean, I guess my the our generation is not so religious. How was it over there with... Religion versus spirituality, is this like in your family very like against it or have you, had you, did you have to deal with it at all or not so Um, much? Well, I know my great grandma, she was very gifted, Mm. even my grandfather, Mm. but people would make fun of them. Mm. So it's something that if you are spiritual, if you see spirits or if you have some wisdom mm. you are crazy like out mm. of your mind yeah yeah yeah. just like you with your brother yeah 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 i mean for, for me it was always something that i wanted to search i wanted to look for i was just curious you know because mm. religion i mean i remember being brought up with this idea of like you have to do this because otherwise you're going to go to hell. Yeah, the religion, it's like, it's more like it scares you. And yes. It, it ends, like there's an ending in religion, which it should not what be. What do you mean ending? It's like, you're going to die. And that's it. It's over. Mm. Well, you're a spirit. Well, and then you go to hell or heaven. And yeah. if you sucked, you're going to exactly. hell. <laughs> How a spirit can go to hell or heaven. You are already in heaven. Who you made are up already the living. <laughs> Exactly. But even like religion, there are good stuff. I'm not against it. It's humans should learn and live by it. But Mm. even if they go to church or mosque, they go, but they don't live. They don't live it. Yeah. They don't live it. Mm. You have to live it. Even if you are in religion, Mm. if you're stealing or lying or gossiping or cheating, cheating, like what kind of religion? So there are goods in there. Yeah, but also there. I mean, there's the values that you can you can follow. Yeah, being honest, being a good person, treat Mm -hmm. others the way you want to be treated. Absolutely, and make it simple as possible. Mm. Don't make it complicated. Mm. And that's the thing: the humans here like to complicate things. Yeah, simple, 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 easy, easy, easy. Less, less, less. More experience. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, life is so simple. Everything is so simple. Yeah, business is so simple. Fitness is is so simple. And we are all connected. We are all helping each other if we want to help each other well if we don't get stuck into the emotions Mm. yeah 
is um, your higher self wanting to leave people with something? Hmm. Ask Dritan. We're going to ask Dritan. Hmm. Dritan is Tia's higher self. When Tia is under hypnosis, she sounds like an old, old wise man, mm -hmm. and it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I under hypnosis, and we call, so she called him Dritan. Dritan is, means light in her language. And she called my higher self star. I don't know why star, because she looks like a star. And I kind of was resistant to it, because I'm like, star? It sounds like I'm a superstar, but okay. She's fine with that. They don't have names. We just call them that. So star is very sassy. She is straight to the point when she talks, meaning me and hypnosis, talking about myself in third person. Um, very sassy, very straight to the point, no drama, just wait, and that's it, because I'm very impatient as a human being. I want everything now. I'll do anything, but it needs to have it now. And Tia sounds like an old wise man in hypnosis. She's like, well, <laughs> hello there, John. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> so I love, love, love chatting with Tritan, uh, which is Tia and hypnosis. It feels like we have two imaginary friends, but they're not imaginary. And even if they are, if you don't believe in them, they've made huge progress for us. Well, they didn't make progress for us. They gave us advice that while we took the advice, we made humongous progress. We created a reality. Yeah, we took their advice and we really transformed our lives. So let's give Tia a second and see if Dritan wants to say something. If you're listening to this podcast, first, thank you for listening to it. Hmm. Our advice to you is, as you as human being, you are special because you have a body and you are here on earth. If you want progress, just like Monica and Tia got, do the work that needs to be done. And you get all the answers that you need. They are given to you by your people. So everywhere where you go, with every person that you talk, you are learning something. Take the advice and do what needs to be done for you because you have it. There is a solution for you. There is healing for you. Everything is available to you here in this earth. So do what needs to be done because you know what needs to be done and you can do it. Nothing can stop you. The only only person who can stop you, it's you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Dritan. I don't think Star has to say anything, although we'll see. We'll chat with her this weekend. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know it was a long one in comparison to the other ones. Um, if you want to connect with Tia, you'll be able to reach her. We'll put her contact information in the show descriptions, and so you can check it out there and connect with her on Instagram or book a session with her. You can do it on Zoom, so if you're not local, you can do it on Zoom, but if you're local, you can come to Simsbury, Connecticut, and you can see her for either past life regression or for um, intuitive consulting. She can help you with your fitness, not fitness, but like health and wellness, those kind of things. And she can help you with your family stuff. She can help you with emotions and other things that you're dealing with and you cannot overcome. And I appreciate you being here. If this resonated, share it with someone with whom it will resonate or... Give us five stars and thumbs up. Thanks for being here. Until the next one. Thank you, Tia, for being here as well. And thank Dritan. you. Thank you, thank you.